Hello and welcome to the Tales from Wales podcast. This episode we catch up with comedians Dan Thomas and Sarah Breeze. It's always a nice change of pace when we get to catch up with fellow comedians and uh, it's a very, very fun interview. So if you just want to sit back, relax and enjoy episode 13 of the Tales from Wales podcast with Dan Thomas and Sarah Breeze. Welcome, I'm Stefan Evans, here with Drew Taylor. We are here today talking to Dan Thomas and Sarah Breeze. How are you two today? <laughs> no, neither of us want to say anything now because we literally just talked about accidentally saying something libelous and we're just going to stay quiet. I mean, you were just saying what you said about the Chinese, weren't you, Breeze? Yeah, well, I was trying to think about something deliberately libelous, but mainly against you. Yeah. Well, that's, um, that's, that's fine, then, is it? Isn't it? Accurate. What? Wait a minute, how is that? It's not libelous. That's not in it, British law. It's not libel if it's against Dan. <laughs> yeah, of course. That's fine. <laughs> I mean, okay. fine. No, just just another, just another 48 minutes of this to go. We'll be fine. Right, fine. So, uh, how did I get into comedy? Well, um... <laughs> Why did you get into comedy more like Oh, I don't know. I just didn't want a job. No one cares. No one gives a <laughs> fuck. No one gives a fuck. Hey, Dan, why don't you tell us how you failed at everything else and ended up falling back on comedy? I failed at everything <laughs> Dan has just dropped the microphone. But yeah, so... Just for anyone listening now, just to put a bit of... Uh, can't just say it. Whilst Dan was saying he failed at everything, he knocked the microphone over. Yeah. So yeah. Why <laughs> didn't say shit? Uh, um, well... It's a bad mic stand. Uh, oh, bad work. Always blame his tools. Don't hammer the table because my mic stand will fall over. Okay. Yeah, because it yeah. into a uh, More glass. context. Breeze has made her own mic stand out of what appears to be a cappuccino glass blue tack. Yeah, well... Uh, and, the, and a part of the microphone. But that does look like something they would have served you in Fandangos when you used to work yeah, before, yeah, isn't exactly it? That's something they would serve place. there, so... Yeah, it's usually me serving the shit, so I can't really say anything. Well, you weren't putting a microphone in people's drinks. Not really, I couldn't afford it. No. Something that looked like a microphone in people's drinks. Each. Fucking hell, you know. I'm not made of money or microphones. No. Mm-hmm. It'd be so, weird, you'd look bizarre. Yeah, yeah. Even though, you know, I don't know, you could shout into my head, I don't know what I would happen. I suppose maybe you've got the silhouette of a microphone. I've probably got, I would say I've, I've got what the same shape head. But it's sort of about the same shape head. I can think of one of... bit of him that's probably this shape. Yeah. yeah. Just less There you go, everyone. Which end to wear? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the female end. Oh, uh, yeah, in- industry joke there. Welcome uh, to Stefan Evans' penis chat. Yeah. <laughs> There's the female end to a penis anyway. No, I don't mean the female end, I mean the bulbous end or the bit that plugs yeah. into the kid, which is the narrower end. Are we still talking about penises? Because I'm oh, honestly... And microphones. This is absolutely top content. It's, it's, it's fine. People, um, uh, to the listeners at home, uh, thanks for sticking with us. <laughs> so, so that yeah. was about 40 minutes, yeah, yeah guys? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Boom, we, we never did find out what you said about the Chinese. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be in the extra bits. It was absolutely <laughs> delicious. Thanks <Yeah>. for asking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. So you are comedy producers and comedians yourselves, aren't you? Yes. Let me speak for the lady. Oh, I think you. when I say yes, correct. Yeah. Thank you, kind sir. Probably that- comedy comedian first, though. What are you first, Breeze? A comedian or a producer at this point in Musician? your mind? Well, you can't. You don't make any money. Breeze from that. Oh, you do make money from Juggler. that. Juggler. Hitman. So no. What instruments do you play? Because we know about the the guitar, obviously. But what else do you play? <laughs> who, 
what they don't know about the kitar. Yeah, but it's, it's a really exciting kitar. If anyone but, doesn't know what a kitar is, it is a 1986 Yamaha synth keyboard that you wear with a strap around your neck like it's a guitar, and it is the mm. coolest thing to rock out silently in your bedroom without learning the skills to actually play it properly. It's it's the best thing that I have bought. Has it got a good demo button? Oh, <laughs> oh, sounds like someone's a musician. Well, I did GCC music, so that's pretty oh, much the extent of GCC music. Now, guys, lesson one is the demo button. Uh, yeah. There is no <laughs> lesson put, two. Put the BPM to up to 101 and just go nuts. I think that's the uh, the real mark of a pro is whether you accidentally knock the demo button in a gig situation. And yes, I do. So uh, yeah, I need to practice that. No, it's it's there. It's like a bright orange button, and I have knocked it so many times when I should be doing other things. I knocked it in the middle of a musical once, and it re- it went off in the middle of like a quiet number, and I was like, oh fuck. <laughs> Which musical? Yes. Which yes. musical was fuck, it? Fuck, yeah, this isn't like the, what musical was the BBC it? hasn't given them a podcast, do they? Remember. You can say what you want. Not yet. I don't remember. I mean, I'm sure they will. Then we can't say fuck. But yeah, of course. But I until then... I think yeah. it had nuns in it. Fuck it. Sound of what Music? What had nuns in it? The musical we asked about two minutes ago. Sound of Music, perhaps? It, it could have been... It was Sister Act. Or The Sound of Music. They yeah. had nuns in. I did two well, nun musicals in a row. Of those two, the, the demo would fit in better with one over the other, wouldn't it? Unless the demo was <laughs> yeah. Edelweiss. Yeah. And then. Honestly, it went off in a very slow, sad number, so I think it fucked up whichever show I was doing. Amazing. But still a cool keytar. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, what are them musicals they do with nuns in them? I, like, I, I saw a film before called Nude Nuns with Big Guns. <laughs> yeah, was it a film or a musical? It's a film. Because it should be a musical. I think I was singing while it was on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Nude Nuns. Nude Nuns big with guns. Big Guns. Right. We're looking for a musical. I do, right. That's the one. It'll be Nude Nuns with Big Guns, the, the, um, the, well, the musical. Redemption. You're literally going quiet like you're actually thinking of what the opening number is going to be. Yeah, I was having to think about it, but then I was also thinking about how we discovered, because we know Steph very well anyway, Steph's hidden talent is that he can turn any normal film into a porn film. If you give him the title, he'll change it. But that one, Yeah, you are filth, but that one already sounds like a porn film, so I don't know yeah, what to do with that. Yeah, yeah. I remember that was a can really fun trip we had. If we give you oh, a dirty film not. title, can you make a oh, well, well, No, I don't think I can, because the content will still be the same. I <laughs> 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 we, had a, we had a trip once where I was naming uh, normal films and you were guessing what the porn yeah, parody yeah. was. And you were getting every one of them. Yeah, you were yeah. nailing it. Yeah. It's like you knew them. Occasionally you go, I know this one, which was disturbing in itself on a couple of them. But yeah, of course. It was great. It was like when you see, a, you know, the pro- child prodigies and you give them a calculation and they do maths and it's like, wow, that was quick. That was you. Yeah. yeah. But Only 30 years too late. <laughs> so like something you could seven. have done on like You Bet with Matthew Kelly oh, in the No, fuck this. He could have been on Mastermind doing this. And the thing is, it wouldn't matter if you yeah. then got a general knowledge and didn't know nothing because you would have nailed yeah. that first round, the special yeah. subject. Just but it gives a different meaning to I've started so I finish end, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He started so he's going to finish himself off. Yeah. Yeah. Acapella poor names, lovely. Let's make a map. So yeah, this is this has been a good start. It's been a good start. Yeah, I'm glad we haven't lowered the tone too early. Well, That's a good start. It's, it's all right. I mean, I could lower the tone now in one word, but I won't. But I won't. So uh, so so we we didn't find out how many instruments you can play. You got the the guitar. Well, tri- triangle. The thing is, like anybody can play an instrument badly. 
So yeah. I, what I've what I've done is I've collected a whole bunch of stuff, and uh, there's some I can play better than this. So I've got I've got a trumpet qualification in that I got. Uh, I've got my grade eight distinction on trumpet. Well, that's that's so, not that's nothing to be sniffed at. That's so, top that's top level of stuff. That's a session session trumpet, isn't it? It's good. I'm pretty rubbish. You, what? No, it's not session trumpet. No, no it's, just, it's too hard. To What's session trumpet? It's trumpet you can drink all day. Yes, Indian trumpet. Brew dogs new. Actually, no, but like to be a session musician, you've got to be grade eight of now. To be a session musician, oh, right, I don't know. I think there's because there's so many grades after grade eight. You know, is so, it? Yeah, it's like you know when you do oh, okay. uh, martial thought, arts and then you get yeah. to black belt, and then they're like, "Well done, you are now the first level black belt." And you're like, yeah. "Oh, what? There's loads of levels now." And you think oh, that you've wait, wait, are you it. a black belt? No, no, I'm not. Because she's a black belt in trump- trumpeting. Oh wait a minute! She's going to tell you now that they invented a new color so she could do karate to a higher level. Go on. No, I didn't get to black belt in karate. What, I had what a did you get to? I got to brown with one stripe. Brown's quite high effort. So, yeah, that sounds like a <laughs> that yeah, sounds like yeah. one of those kind of films. As that well. happened to me when I was in a car accident. <laughs> yeah. Very scared. Very scared. Uh, yeah, no, there's, um, it goes brown, in, in Shotokan Karate, there's brown with one stripe, then it goes brown with two stripe, and then your black belt. So I'd already learned all the stuff in my black belt, but then I had a car accident, and then the whiplash sort of fucked up my back for a bit. So by the time my back was all right again, about six months later, I'd sort of, I'd gone out of practice. And you know that thing when you just got to kind of train and get your fitness back, yeah. and you just can't be asked. Can't be asked, yeah. I was like, oh, well, I'll just tell everyone I'm a black belt. So guys, uh, cut out the phone. Well, I can do it. If they don't believe, we're just kicking the balls. I'm also a session trumpeter then. That's like, as you know, when they say, I never play the violin ever again. (laughs) 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 Oh, Breeze was never black belt ever again. (laughs) At that that point, I wish they could play the trombone because I could have gone like... (laughs) That would have been a nice moment. just sit on a side of your ass and see how far far you can get. (laughs) So we got guitar, we got trumpet... What else um, I do a lot of drums, but I haven't done any proper qualifications and stuff. But I, I love that. That's what I do the most nowadays. So when I uh, when I get to play, I normally go back and I do the odd musical on uh, drums and percussion. So that's oh, the bit that nice. I. So I'll be going back to do one of them. I think next week I've got a, an orchestra rehearsal for a musical for that, which will be lovely. Do that up in Mid Wales, and it is the most fun ever. Because do you know what's great about it is that when you. Because I, I really wanted to go into music originally, and obviously I, I, what happened was I got into my music colleges and stuff, and then at the very last minute I turned them all down because I was afraid that if I studied music I'd end up having to be a teacher. And my mum is a teacher, she was great at it, but I, having seen what goes into it and how hard those people work, I am much lazier than, than that, so I just never wanted to go and... Yeah, fuck teaching. Yeah, fuck teaching, absolutely, yeah. because the teachers are brilliant and I do not have the, yeah, I do not have the ability to focus for that long and not swear at children. So, yeah, um, yeah so I declined them all. So the, the nice thing is getting to go back and do it for like a week or two as a holiday yeah. is absolutely brilliant because, and also, like, comedians that we all know, everyone overthinks stuff, but what's brilliant is that you don't have time to think when you're in the middle of something that's a show like that. Because yeah. I've got, like, there's a, I'll show you a picture of, of like, the, the setup that I have. I've got all these instruments around. So I've got, like, a drum kit in front and I've got the t- timpani or kettle drums, if people yeah. know what they are, behind yeah. me. And I've got, like, glockenspiels and sound effects and bird whistles and all kinds of nonsense. <laughs> and the thing is, I've only got, like, a half a second to get from one thing to another. Or I've got to be counting all the way through and I've got to keep an eye on dancers on stage. I've got to watch the conductor. I've got to see the rest of the band to see if they're all in time. And I'm concentrating on so many things at once. You haven't got time to have any negative thoughts. You're like, one, two, <laughs> shall I kill myself? No, three, four, like, you. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have any time for bad stuff. So it's it's such a lovely holiday from my own mind. God, I love it. Oh, Can't that's wait. nice. Yeah. Whereas when you're on stage, like half a second can feel like 10 years and you're going, who 
who the fuck are you people? <laughs> Why are you looking at me? Oh, God, yeah. Have you what? had one of those gigs where you are having such a bad time that you, you're you not even listening to the words you're, you're saying yeah. out of your own mouth and you've just got your own internal monologue mm. going about how shit you feel or b- being hungry or yeah. what the miserable person on the second row's face is. Yeah. Why are they here? You just, yeah, <laughs> you can get here? so bored and you can make yourself feel so bad even before you've come off stage. No, no time for that if I'm that busy with like duck whistles under my armpits and... You know, sticks in my shoes and all kinds of stuff. Sounds like fun. Sounds like the most highly paid one-man band ever. Obviously not a man. I mean, no musicians are highly paid ever. Okay. So, <laughs> no. Right. No, it's, it's really tough. That was, the main, that was the main reason I turned down my uh, music places, because those people, they work so hard and they train and they're, they're incredible. They'll spend four or five years longer training to be professional musicians. And then you'll get out the other side as a, a qualified trumpet player, and then suddenly you have to compete for one of maybe like 16 full time trumpet jobs in the whole of the UK Jesus and you're like well okay I've got to wait for somebody to give up or die like that's well, not that could be arranged <laughs> just find the oldest one pop a bag of crisps behind his head ding job yeah to be honest most of them are deaf by now so I don't think that tactic's yeah. going to work in well front like of, anyway. in front of them then <laughs> oh. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that how brazen I believe <laughs> yeah I don't know so no that and some other nonsense that I've got around my flat but Mainly, mainly that really, but I only do it for a laugh now because I'm totally out of practice. And, and you're smashing it in so many other ways. Uh, well, <coughs> it's not as fun as actually hitting stuff, though. No, of course, but you know, it'd be nice to just hit people, really. Wouldn't it? it would be, be nice to hit people. I was thinking about that the other day. Like, I, I really fancy doing a good punch on someone. Have you, have you punched anyone? Not for a while. Have you? Not for. I, I, but you got a good punch, didn't you? I, I don't know. I hit someone in the back of the head about 15 years ago. I felt great. <laughs> You know, the so bit underneath the skull, yeah. like the top of the, the neck. bit you're not supposed to punch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and where is he now? Oh, I don't know. He's got kids somewhere, I think. <laughs> is that what <laughs> you're doing? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm going to punch you so hard you get fucking pregnant, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, it's, it's, it's third years. I was in, in his nutsack. <laughs> you're going to give, give birth to a fist when I punch you so hard. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, but he, he deserved it. He was a prick. But, uh, yeah. So you've got great big hands. I th- I've got ki- I've got quite tiny fists. I got bony knuckles. Or so like I think like the pressure. If I hit somebody, there's a lot more pressure in a smaller area from that. But I reckon yeah. you'd be you've got your like additional size and weight behind it. So I got I think yeah. I've got a really good headbutt. So like a difference oh, between like a, a screwdriver or a, a mallet. Like is it? Yeah, sort of, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, Very I don't much a mallet. want either, but. It's- what, what, why don't you punch each other and see what, what hurts most? <laughs> I know who's going to punch. Really yeah, good. I know Breeze will kick my ass. I, d- I just climb on you. Yeah. I think I yeah, but only because you wouldn't hit a lady. <laughs> yeah, well, no, no, I would hit a lady, definitely. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> good, I am glad. If I, if I had that. to, I would. <laughs> if she asked. Yeah. I'm really proud of that. For the advances in feminism, so that yeah. you would yeah. equally hit both oh, a man and yeah. a woman, as long as they were both being pricks, that is yeah. fine if a wo- by me. If a woman's got a Stanley blade... And she says she's going to cut my nipple off. I'm going to give or, her a tap. Well, that's or a very stale bleed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Only, yeah. Only in that Has specific. that happened before? Uh, no, but uh, my imagination runs away with myself. Yeah, we mix it. in, in between Steph and sort of films he likes and sort yeah. of reality. Yeah. Like, films and if guns with Stanley knives too. <laughs> 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 I'd watch that. Uh, I'd, like, I'd like to watch knives. that, please. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
Well, just uh, if anyone's out there listening and France has taken a punt on a production company, I've got an idea. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, yeah, new guns, big guns. I've always said I had an idea for like... Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've had an idea for like a guitar player who's also like a kung fu expert. That's sort of... Or karate. That's sort of... I could make a good, good, good I reckon film. you could do a hell of a fight sequence with a guitar. Because it's also like... Because it's an 80s pl- white plastic jagged kind of thing. As well, yeah, yeah, the, the end of it's quite pointy. You're like, you know those guitars with sort of like the jagged points yeah, it's yeah. like one of those. Yeah. So you could, you could somebody must have done like a ro- in the eighties. Someone cheap. must have done some sort of Hong Kong rock band kung fu movie. Yeah. Please write in. Sharp and yeah. yeah. Please write in to I don't know. Faxus. Do you ever see the? I'll bring this up every time I remember it. You see, you know Jimmy White, the snooker player. Yes. He's in a kung fu movie in in like nineteen ninety two. Right. It is the funniest <laughs> fucking thing I've ever seen. So Jimmy White's in Hong Kong. Which play- one's Jimmy White? Is he the one with the upside down glasses? No, Jimmy White is the one with the upside down liver. Yeah, um, yeah Jimmy White looks like a, a recently drowned fish in a wig. He doesn't look well. He look well then. Aww, it's get well soon, Jimmy. Yeah, it's called the whirlwind. Oh Christ, is he dead? No, if he's no, not, he probably is on the inside. So yeah, okay. <laughs> but it's just so he's. Oh God, he has to. All he has to do is act. Is Jimmy White? No, can't, can't, even, can't, can't, do it. can't even manage that. The clips are online. Go see it. I, I, I should have guessed. Go Christmas. see it. Walk up to your phone. To take a to amble down your own forearm and wrist and take a look at <laughs> Jimmy White. Oh, that sounds like an enjoy one of your films. Yeah, yeah, Taking an amble down my wrist <laughs> with Steph. But if somebody asks you to play yourself, that is a nightmare. No. Yeah. You play yourself. Not on purpose. Like, because that's not what you do on, when you go on to do like comedy or whatever. You you don't think that you're just being yourself. Do I you? do. You exaggerate I do. stuff. I'm. This is me performing. Right. That miserable yelling fucker on stage. Hi. Yeah, yeah. The only difference with you off stage is you're not as loud. Yeah, I'm not. Well, I'm just. I'm got a mic. Yeah, yeah. That's fair enough. So is that like, true? Wait a minute. I just want to check if that's true. Yes. Really? Yeah. You're a lovely, lovely misery of a man. Like, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, you're like, you know, you get that really w- one big crisp in a packet, but you're the rest of them. <laughs> well, that's my Edinburgh court sorted. Yeah, yeah. I got loads. I got loads. <laughs> yeah. So, would you say you play yourself in tra- Tourist Trap then, Breeze? Oh, God, no. I don't know what that That is. Tourist Trap is so fun and so terrifying an experience to go through. Because the, the thing is, we turned up on day one, and, and obviously. Like the main star of that is Sally Phillips, who is an absolute legend and has mm. been in so many things that I admire. So we both turned up on day one and we were both like, So, what, who, who are our characters? And we're like, Oh, there, there isn't anything written. There's just, there's a scene for us to do, there's some things for us to do, but there is no clue as to what our backstory is, how we're supposed to behave, how we're supposed to interact. And so it was the scariest. Imagine being that with somebody that you've you've seen all of their work and like admire. She's been in Alan Partridge, like yeah. for God's sake. Like she's an she's an amazing performer. And then I just got up on day one and I and I was like, well, I like, I can't I can't do this thing that I'd tried in the audition because that that was that was too close to what somebody else had been doing as one of their characters. Um, I didn't know what Sally was going to do for her thing, so I had to just wait and see what happened while the cameras were rolling to see how we reacted. Now, honest, and I've never done improv before. I've got no So clue. was the ambiguity with, like, um, I'm probably going to miss uh, say this now, but, like, the character's motivation and, like, character background always is do a dialogue as well. Was there a lot of dialogue to fill in? 
Uh, well, none of the dialogue was written. Yeah, so you were so imp- improvising dialogue as well. Had to improvise dialogue, but they gave uh, the writers gave like beats for like the first series was slightly less structured than the one we've just done. So the right. series that's coming out in uh, November. November 2019 that is uh, going to be that that one had a lot more sort of specific beats because by that time uh, they had a better idea of what our characters were doing and how yeah. we interacted. But the very first series, like they were just, I mean, one of my scenes just said something like um kath brings in a cup of tea <laughs> and so i just wander in and i could see some of the things that sally was talking about in her scene um and my note was only come bringing in a cup of tea so i didn't know how much to prepare for that scene i couldn't plan stuff in advance like sometimes i would walk in not say anything and take out a cup of tea the director's great there's a guy called kerry collins who directs it and he's brilliant at pointing out things saying what he likes saying what he doesn't like but also he's so positive about everything and i am not used to positivity <laughs> what what i need is somebody to tell me exactly what's shit and that that i find reassuring because yeah. he, he was so positive about everything i was like well it's am i doing the right thing am i doing the wrong thing and he's yeah he, i mean it was so weird an experience but um, you did say but that's not him being t- totally positive because he did didn't you tell me that there was one time <laughs> yeah there was uh, <laughs> there was one time that uh, we attempted a scene uh, this was actually some, we were filming something in the second series and we started on a scene and we were going for a while we were like I don't know if this is working let's try this again let's try this again we, we just did it I can't remember which version we tried went through the scene and it went on for so long at one point Kerry who is the smiliest nicest man <laughs> in the world never says anything negative never criticises anything he just ran in and just went stop 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 <laughs> it was, oh my god it was so satisfying that we had pushed him to the point of dreadful performances that he could run in and just he couldn't take any more I was like do you know what I was so relieved at that point because I was like oh he is human like oh he does Brilliant. he does have a, a line but you won that I don't know it was performer and you want to be told actually it could be better it's because otherwise it's just great 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 you think well hang on I don't know where I'm going I don't with know, this actors now. don't actors <laughs> just want they, I think they, they love a, they love being told that it's great I don't know yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I need to know when it's terrible I think I'm too insecure not to be told otherwise I feel like everyone thinks it's terrible and nobody's telling me Yeah, that's, yeah. that's what I want but the thing, I think sometimes the thinking is with directors if, they, if they're just saying that was good that you'll keep doing it and you'll find other things on, along the same track Mm. Rather than if you're going, if you're absolutely going down the wrong path, I'm sure like that time with Kerry, <laughs> yes. like okay, end this now. Oh my god, it this was is so your, you are ruining television <laughs> as we a were the medium. Worst. But they, but generally, I think positivity leads to you know better to, to discover new things in a scene. Yeah, and for yeah. the record, what happened was uh, I would uh, my character. If you if you see the show, is very quiet. I often just sit there, sort of staring or doing. Uh, frowning expressions and then what happens is I wait for Sally to do something funny then I do a little look and then the director says oh that's good that's the end and then that's so that's how I get away with all of this that's the secret to improv guys is uh, wait wait till somebody else does something clever the key is work with Sally Phillips yeah yeah that is the that's but in the, this the instant, instance you went a bit too off piste a bit off too sort of uh, was the key tie involved is what I'm trying to get no, well <laughs> if only it, it had would have been. been no do you know what it is it's oh my god I'm writing that in next year it's five days <laughs> I think Kath needs a key to Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. What That's like a tannoy is... thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that could work. Um, yeah, because we basically all of our scenes is the two of us in a little office room. We haven't got anyone like an audience or anything to play to. There's just two cameramen who are, oh my God, stony face silent. They are lovely men, but when you're rolling, it, they don't give you anything. So I'm like, oh my God, what is good about this? So when... Because okay, the director for, for is when, outside as well. The director's in another room looking at a screen. So two people in an office sort of doing improv at each other with no reaction from an audience 
Okay, imagine doing one scene like that. That's kind of weird, and you're like, I don't know how this is going down. Imagine doing an hour like that. You're like, God, that's a bit unnerving. Imagine doing five days <laughs> non-stop with two of you in the same room and never really knowing how it's coming across. That was... It is so, like... Sounds a bit like <laughs> me as Fonzie Fringe on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> but by comparison to stand-up, then, it must be quite difficult because stand-up is that instant set-up, punchline... Gratification back to the yeah. audience, isn't it? So it's quite yeah, or, the opposite or at least almost. That they hate you. That's, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Some, some, sort, of, some twats, sort of response, yeah, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I think that's it is that you get so used to having immediate feedback that not getting immediate feedback from anyone, it's just. It's like, you know, when you send a, a message on Facebook yeah. and you, you want somebody to. And you know when they read the message and then they don't reply and you're like, oh God, I've offended them. Oh God, what have I, what have I done? Are they, yeah. are they not talking to me? Have they, have they blocked yeah. me? Am I, have I, have I, what have I done? And it's, it's, it, it feels like that but professionally for 12 hours a day <laughs> for a week. But I think what's really important is uh, you, you've got your cohort here, your, your good friend. He, he's an award-winning actor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Could you tell the lovely listeners uh, how many acting awards you've, uh, you've won, Dan? I Thomas? can't. It's too many. It's two or three. Yeah, t- tell yeah. us the top three then. <laughs> I can't remember. It, well, one of them is... So one, the of them, Hollywood Hollywood one of them, I want to say one of one of them, I think, is Kapow. Wow. One of them is the uh, sounds like yeah. a girl band from the nineties. I know, though, right? Isn't it? Which I think is a it's a it's a festival up in the. De- I made a film. Uh, <laughs> one of the, I didn't. They just didn't have a bunch lying around and gave me one. Right. So one of is Kapow Film Festival. One I think is Hollywood Boulevard Film Festival, and yeah. one of them is the L.A. Film Awards. Yeah. Which neither none of those three had I thought had I even heard of until I was nominated or won. <laughs> But then you won three awards in one year, didn't you? Yeah. Like, that was, uh, that was very impressive. Can you tell us about the film that you made? I cannot. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yet to watch it. I've watched it. I really Fuck enjoyed it. the trailer. I'll tell you what. It's called Shadow of the Missing. It was made on a shoestring. <laughs> Literally. It was, we were very uncomfortable. You look so handsome in it, though. That's that brown jumper thing you've got on. You look at me. <laughs> brown <laughs> jumper thing. Yeah, yeah. It was like a brown a jumper, Dustin mate. Hoffman. <laughs> it's a 90-minute film. I shot for about six hours, and I think everything I'm in, I, everything I shot is in the film. It's so, not a six-hour film, Dan. No, I mean, I, I was on set for six hours. And Probably I, feels Constantly like fucking rolling. God, Jesus that, Christ. Thinking, oh, that sounds awful. Six hours. You should, no, it, it was all good. Um, <laughs> all gold, was it? All, all gold. But, Award-winning um, gold. My, my favourite thing was the... Was it the um, People who were hearing witch noises. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, was then because you did in the in the in the film. It sounded just like it. It was crazy. Can you replicate that for our listeners at home? You know what? It's one of the special bits of the film. I wouldn't fuck it. You're not going to watch it. So this, <laughs> yeah, I, the character is a hotelier, and he's just talking about whether or not there's witches in the area. And he says, "I thought I heard a wi- I thought I, I heard a witch. I thought I heard a witch one time. When I was walking back from football when I was a kid. And I was hearing going." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, anyway, uh, I don't know what. It, well, it turned out it was just dogs fucking. <laughs> but until I've been a fan of them, until then it was Dudu's. Dudu might be Dudu's witches. I like to think it was that that got you those three awards. I think I so. Imagine that. And that lovely brown. Yeah, there was that one from Horse and Hound you got. So. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Nice. <laughs> Dan Thomas, November. Dog Fuck Magazine. <laughs> Dog fucking Weekly. Uh, the Lady as well. I got a good room from the Lady. Yeah. <laughs> Not so much the track. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, it's very impressive. So we've got like, you know, we've got two, two actors, we've got two comedians. I do not describe myself as either of those oh, things. you've been paid for being an actor now. Yeah, right? yeah. that's all it takes. It's, it's, it's all very much happening by accident, though. Let yeah, me put, go on record as to say so that I, I, I am not qualified in pretty much any field. Nobody's qualified to be an actor. That's good. Acting is the easiest job No, no, job actors in the world. Are, some actors are genuinely trained and qualified. Yeah, Proper trained. Ones, a bit rather than that. No, no, they've been grifted by a school, right? Mm. If you've trained as an actor, you're a fucking mug. See, no, that's not true at all. That's the opinion of Dan Thomas, then. I'll end up in a, in a production or in a show or something with somebody who's actually been trained, and they've got all these skills and all these ways of... They're really nice. We can all pretend to be a tree in the wind. They're really professional. <laughs> they arrive on time. They know how to do things with scripts. And I'd love it. That's not what they teach you. There's some word in order. Arrive on time. <laughs> this is how you actually, read. Be on time. Is... Here's a watch. That's all you need. Go into the world. That's not true. That is what they teach you, apparently. The what? Get ma- a watch. Ma- no, a mate of ours like, said that a part of their acting training was making sure they turned up on time. Uh, you stayed there to be early, otherwise they were kicked out of the class for the entire day. But they that in any... You know that in that's school. A, that's the same if you work at a burger yeah no because in a burger van they probably let you in and they tell you off and then let you work in the burger van for the rest of the day whereas in in, in acting school you don't actually get, get to attend the classes for the rest of the day yeah. be on time no, no, on the no, burger van in the there's lots of places they tell you to be on time <laughs> right train platforms what I'm saying is I can't do it there you go okay. yeah well that's you right what else can I do Don't voices you. people turn up with funny voices and I can't do I've, just, I've got this one uh, I've got drunk me and then there's that time that I ex- I sort of started becoming Josh Whittacombe by accident, but I think that was just uh, I think that was a version of drunk me as well. Um, Can you do a voice of a small man that's trapped down a well? No, I have certain. No, I can't. Who can? Somebody could do that. Bryden. Isn't that, yeah. Is yeah. That I, thought, I thought there was. I didn't know he was trapped down a well. Well, he's not. He's a trapped in the box. Oh, there we go. Then I just watched the Simpsons the more than I've been watching Rob Brydon. Mm. Sorry, mate. I'm the wall, small man trapped yeah, that's in the it. wall. But like oh. like a faraway opera singer. That's another. That's a, Award-winning actor. Then. I think I'm much more mm. method than that. I think I would go far away, well. and yeah, and then just do some opposite. <laughs> Put your phone down, record it, and then just walk fighting hours <laughs> away. Yeah, method. Yeah, I, I, I can't act. I can't remember any uh, lines. I've seen you act actually. Yeah, but it's usually like four lines or four words. Oh. Yeah, but, but yeah, but you were good. It's terrible. <laughs> Absolutely terrible. I think uh, it's such a good time in my 20s that there's that little bit in my brain where it goes, oh, you've got to remember stuff, that's important. Fuck off. Oh, I've got a tip for you. What's what you've got to do is get cast as a, a character who holds an iPad the whole time awesome. uh, and then use the notes app to write down <laughs> yeah, what your lines are going to be. <laughs> <laughs> Look, he that's was the awesome. worst Hamlet I ever saw. Yeah. I, he had an iPad the whole time. <laughs> Hamlet yeah. 2.0. <laughs> 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 so another little one of my cat secrets there that's good that's <laughs> oh yeah weren't you literally you were sending me an email from set doing a take once yeah I think I was messaging you I, yeah I was actually what happened was where's my, I where's my was, fucking phone charger well I was supposed <laughs> to be uh, um, I was supposed to be looking like I was just doing stuff on my iPad and because I'd actually connected it to the Wi-Fi and my Facebook and all the stuff I actually just decided to message you and just ignore what was happening in the day because it looked a lot more natural Unprofessional. I was like, can you send some emails to this? Can you pay this invoice, etc., etc. Well, yeah, I mean, he was getting paid. You're doubling up on cash that day, you know. You know, if Dan owes you money, you're like, all right, give me some money. Actually, you owed me money, didn't you? Oh, uh, probably. Yeah. yeah, I've lost track now. Doesn't matter. Me, me and Dan have, have been working on uh, some series for S4C for this last year, and honestly, I've had enough of him. 
very much. Is, is, now we've 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 done a lot of travelling about in cars and stuff to sort out this stand-up series. North and Wales and back in a day is insane. Honestly, you would get further. And a lot. We've done it oh a lot. God, we've, yeah. we've done it loads, actually. Driving from Cardiff to Carnarvon and back, oh. we've done, I, I'm guessing, about six times this year. I could believe we were like twice. And genuinely, I wanted to jump out of the car. It's very pretty. It's very pretty, but I'm getting a bit bored of it now. I'm getting bored of the road. It's that chunk in the middle, isn't it? But I tell you what, I'm not getting powish. bored. North Wales. <laughs> I fucking powish. <laughs> powish is nice. I love North Wales, though. The more yeah. I go up and down, the more I realise, God, this is there's so much here that I didn't know was up here. Yeah, it's a beautiful place. I mean, like the people could sound a bit more normal, but at the same time, then you've got like such lovely. Like, I think they're so switched on up there. Whereas, you know, the North Wales, because right. I think, especially for, you know, I, I was with you uh, guys on, eight, one, on one of the tours. What do you mean switched on? Switched yeah, on, as in mean? they get they they get jokes and stuff like <laughs> oh, better. Than yeah, if we're talking about Welsh language stuff, I, I they yeah. are significantly better, Be- better in North Wales. Better in North Wales than they are in, in South Wales. I mean, Wales. we love yeah, our audiences everywhere, Dan. Let's not fuck ourselves like yeah. really for the next. Well, no, I'll, no, say, no, that. I'll you, say that. I'll yeah. say that. No, no, because you know we've. But I think you get different stuff everywhere. I think what's really handy is when you go to North Wales and, I mean, these guys, especially in Carnarvon, they get to live their life speaking Welsh all day, every day. In a fucking castle. Yeah, so, well, yeah, yeah but I mean... I mean a castle that doesn't have Morrison's in it. A castle where the weather spoons. Yeah. It's <laughs> not this but, sort of topic, though, like, I'm the only, I'm the only audience that says I don't currently perform stand-up in Welsh, just in English, but you... All three of you perform stand-up yeah. bilingually, um, or in, in, in each language. Is there any sort of key differences in terms of obviously the language is different and there's a sort of different sort of play on words now? But do you find there's any differences in the audiences and, and the, things like that? Yeah, I think the audiences, the Welsh, I think it's fair to say they're slightly, not traditional, but old they, fuckers. No, I mean that. Yes, I mean they can. But again, this is a geographical. But that's a Welsh language thing in some respects, isn't it? I mean, I, older yeah, generations we, we and stuff. But we get younger. Is. No, we do get younger ones as well. What I'll say is there is more of a. Um, for some reason, do you, you might not get this, but you find that you end up speaking about more Welsh cultural things, like the Welsh experience, more you know what, Welsh. Do you know what I think yeah. there is, though? I think there's more of a, a habit to go out and support a Welsh language event if you're sort of middle-aged or an older Yeah, Welsh there language. is that. And maybe it's because that, you know, the whole sort of uh, revolution of, of, you know, renewing the Welsh language and putting yeah. it into schools and stuff, maybe the modern generation or the younger folk are so used to seeing it everywhere now that they don't value it in the same way. So Maybe. they don't make the same effort to go out and support mm. events. So I think what happens is that if we are struggling in an area to get uh, an audience in for a Welsh language gig, it tends to be older audiences who come, not even because they necessarily want to see comedy, just because they want to see a Welsh thing. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, it. So you'll get people going, I'm here to support so. the language, not to laugh. Yeah, oh, oh, <laughs> but that is definitely not true of everyone. You get no, lots of, God, you, we've, we've had some amazing audiences of young people who are using the language just in day-to-day life, so especially Especially our North Wales gigs yeah. like Carnarvon, brilliant audience. Well, Welsh literally um, is the first language. Yeah, Cardigan, we've had, and West Wales, we've had some brilliant audiences with like a huge range of languages and stuff like that. So it's, yeah, but, but what happens is, this happens in any gig anywhere. You'll, you'll know this anyway, yeah. is that you'll go to a specific gig and that venue or that village has got a particular demographic and it's only them yeah. that come out. Yeah, you have comedy going audiences, don't you, when it's a certain age and it's 30 to 55 couples, that type of thing. And it's similar with Welsh, is it? Yeah, it can be. You know, yeah. if you go to a really rural 
rural area, you might just get sort of older farmers yeah. and things like that because a lot of their, the younger people have gone away for studying or yeah. to find new jobs or whatever it is. Fresh like, air. Yeah, yeah it's, you know, you, I, I think I think it would be wrong to suggest that all Welsh audiences have any specific similarity and they, they change so much. No, no, but I think, I think they, there's a distinction from an English language audience. I, oh, I, I think not, that I'm, not say, I'm not saying that all true. Welsh audiences are homogenous, but I'm saying that they are generally there are distinct differences from an English language audience. I think the expectation is a lot different because yeah. uh, people aren't used to seeing. Like I, I, I don't want to say this wrong because I don't give I, the, the impression that there isn't there hasn't been good quality stand up for a long time. There's been stand up in Welsh since like the 90s or so, but I think um, there hasn't been that much of it, and there's been such a boom in the last few yeah. years that I think we are still uh, doing the work of trying to convince young people and people who haven't gone to see Welsh. It's worth their time. It's worth coming to yeah, see. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's good quality stuff, and that we're trying to develop it on this on a par with the best stuff that you'll see in English as yeah. well. So, Which um, it should be, because it's just it, a language difference, isn't it, as opposed to a talent And we've got a niche. Of, we've got, a, like, a nice niche. We have got a niche, but when you see people like, you know, Ellis James and Tidir and, and you know, the, yeah. the bigger names doing amazingly well in both Welsh and English, hopefully that is doing a part of the job of explaining to these new audiences who haven't considered going to see Seven Welsh that the quality is really good and it's really worth checking out. So worth, that, it's worth taking a pint, isn't it? Yeah, well, and I, it, I mean, it's only a few 2050s, so it's only four years since Ellis's first... Yeah, uh, Welsh language tour, and you know, I remember that being murdered to get an audience in for, and you know, this is how he wasn't, well almost, known, he wasn't as well known. Do you find like it's, it's a case of breaking down, like a sort of almost scepticism regarding Welsh oh, exactly comedy from audiences? Because yeah, yeah. I find that in Valley's environments with English language comedy, people think, yeah, well, it's, it's not in Cardiff, so it must be rubbish. If it was, if it's good, it'd be in Cardiff. And it's like that's just a obscene sort of attitude because yeah, yeah. Yeah. Where, where are you now the comedians are able to move around well, yeah, yeah, yeah. one thing that I heard the other day is somebody said to me oh I've got a friend who speaks fluent Welsh oh she'd never go to a Welsh language gig though and I said why yeah why and she said that her friend wouldn't go because she was worried that her level of Welsh mm. wasn't good enough to cope and that she might feel mm. out of place or might feel okay. ridiculed for not having, do you know what I mean, like a, like a broadcast level of Welsh. So when yeah, you watch stuff yeah. like S4C or Radio Cymru, everybody uses proper grammar and long, complicated words that I don't know. Like, that's the thing, is when, I don't when care we for them. do stuff on stage... Yeah, like, so when, when we... Take, place try, there yeah, but the language, you have to be correct with language, don't you? You can't yeah. do things properly, don't but you? But if it, well, no, example, there's, if there's comedy, it's different. Yeah. But, there's, but it's a bit like saying that if, English, in, in order to stand up in English, everyone has to sound like Stephen Fry. Yeah, or who Edwards. And that's not true. You need to... You can develop your own character and your own voice, and you can speak it in the way that you... Because it's a spoken art form, isn't it, comedy? I think all three of us do that. I think the way that we, the three of us do stand up. In fact, I would say the way most Welsh comics now do stand up, Welsh speaking comics. I mean, well, everybody does it in the way that they speak. Welsh. Yes, but I think as we've moved on, that the, there is this idea that we have to be accessible, and especially because Wales is such a diverse place in terms yeah. of dialect and accent. Yeah, yeah. You have to not I mean, go to the middle, but you have to make it as accessible as you can mm-hmm. for everyone. Um, and I, th- and I think that's more true now than it was a few years ago when yeah. I think there was this feeling, especially if you were going to be making a show for S4C, that you had to speak really good... Correct Welsh. Really correct yeah, Welsh. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, and, we've been deliberately and giving not, S4C some shit Welsh in order to... Yeah, but, they, yeah, but if you felt they, they, they understand that if we are going to get people, if we're going to have that growth of engagement with people who've left Welsh or people who are interested in coming in, Welsh people who want to learn the language, that there has to be this... 
middle yeah. ground between yeah. the equivalent of received pronunciation. I suppose. Yeah, we don't want to make and it frustrating for you know really excellent fluent Welsh speakers. Yeah, but, but also, they don't usually have a bloody sense of humour anyway, do they? Yeah. <laughs> Well, if you're going to, yeah. But even then, and this is something I've said a few times. It, it's even if you speak Welsh very well, there are going to be certain words that you only kind of use in a comedy context. Yeah. You know, there's going to be so you maybe you. It's better to use the English word because that's going to be because of timing. You you can't have that beat of somebody going. Oh, I haven't thought of that word in a long time. What, what, what does that mean? Oh, that's what it means. And then figure yeah. out back what the punchline was, by which time it's not funny anymore. So we had a debate the other day over... Um, so Josh Elton was doing a joke in the gala, and he was trying to use the word steal in the middle of his joke. And as in theft or as in metal? Yeah, as in, uh, as in theft. Right. So, like, as in nicking something. And yeah. he, we had a debate over maybe four or five different versions of the word stealing things yeah. based on region, dialect, yeah. and stuff, just to figure out which one most people are going to understand fast enough for that joke to work okay. so we had uh, like a mixture of I think he was saying something like tugged which I've never heard that version of oh really but I, I, I say tugged yeah, 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 yeah. makes more sense and then yeah. there was doing and then there was we just at one point we just said nicko like nicko yeah. and that yeah. I was so about to say nicko then in a class attempted humour a lot of the time because even if you are in a very Welsh community the media you're consuming is going to be largely English, probably. So yeah. you are thinking yeah, about yeah. things in English a lot of the yeah, time. Yeah. And I think that for a punchline, it's so important to get the word right uh, quickly Nick, as an Nick audience would member. Be Nick Gore would work fine. Yeah. yeah. So people... what are the Sorry, the, the most important part of, of that really is making people understand what the image and what the thing yeah. is quickly enough for them to have an instant reaction to it. Because if yeah. they take too long working out what the word is, it's, an, yeah. it's just an academic... But it's a similar process in, in English stand-up comedy. You try and pick the word that's like, what's the, what's the funniest, what's got the best intonation, yeah. what snaps into place better. Yeah. And like I often say, like, if you're trying to be too clever, you know, if the audience is busy thinking, they're not busy laughing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's that same pro- process. It's a language issue as opposed to a, a sound or a content issue, so, but it's yeah. the same thing, isn't it? But I, yeah. but I think, and I think it's probably the same thing of, right, is it the right word? So it is the same problem yeah. in English. But then, then you've got to add this, how well known is this word? Is, how, this, specifically, is this a regional one? Yeah. yeah. Is it a, a fucking vaguely archaic word that you wouldn't, think about every day and also Welsh speakers there's no Welsh speaker who isn't using English words as part yeah. of their day to day conversation yeah. so you have to have the question of right are they generally using an English word here in that sentence even yeah. though there is a Welsh word for it for official reasons are most people on the street just using the English <laughs> word in that no but do you know what I mean like, yeah, yeah, like, have you ever tried yeah. to read like a tax form or something like yeah. in Welsh like it's madness I'd never even attempt it so you have to figure out if most people are just generally using the English word because it makes more sense like what was the banana because it's the difference between textbook uh, frochnev frochnev for what frochnev is the Welsh word for banana yeah oh we were oh, having ah. a debate talk about that well according to a dead melon I thought it was Banana. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but they're the It's not even an English word, banana. Yeah. Why have yeah. we got... It doesn't yeah. Yeah. It's ridiculous. But it's so like the difference between textbook and conversational, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, Stand-up yeah. is conversational. It's not a lecture or a English... Sorry, a Welsh yeah. lesson. And yeah. I think, and I think exactly. that's the thing. That in, in Welsh, conversational does mean dropping in quite a lot of English. Yeah. Just, yeah. G- just, get, just get on with it. You know, it's not about the... There has to be a beautiful flow to it. But just part get of to the fucking is, point. It's part of the standard is being conversational, isn't it? Like yeah. you, you're bringing your audience yeah. in rather than dictating the, to and them. And it's this well, there's many different ways of doing it. Oh, of course, yeah, of course. Yeah. I think people are afraid that if you start introducing too much English to 
Welsh comedy or any culture really that it's gonna that it's gonna damage it rather than by things actually happening, which is it's gonna it's gonna Broad extend the reach of language. Yeah. But then we have the problem the other way though. So if you're in a gig and you've used too many English words or phrases, I, I don't know if everyone thinks yeah. the same way as I do, but if I'm concentrating on Welsh or in English, what I'm doing is if somebody said a word at me, I then run that word kind of through my Welsh half of yeah. my brain to figure out which word it means. And if I can't find anything there, I have to run it back through an English half of my brain. And the problem is that if people are saying words that are vague enough that you can't tell which pocket it's in, it just, it's so hard to work out, if you know yeah. what I mean. It's and like it goes having, back to that too busy thinking, not busy laughing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 it's like yeah. having two different bags of Scrabble words. So yeah. if you end up using too much of one side um, and then you s- try to swap to the other it throws people off because it takes them a little bit to adjust back yeah. to the other Yeah, they've, other they've tuned words. into that bit and then you just throw them yeah, off again. Exactly. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, but to go back to what you said, like, so the Carnarvon trips were all to do with Welsh stand-up specials that you've been sort of cooking up yes, over the last so few months. what's been happening is we're doing three hours for s c this year. So we've got Tidder Owen has done an hour, uh, Ellis James is uh, preparing to do his hour and we've done a Welsh gala with yeah. like, a load of When is this going out? Yeah, when... Oh, when, when, um, this will be out uh, early November. Oh, oh, cool. He so, might have already done it. I hope it went well. <laughs> <laughs> with any with any sort of um, time uh, inaccuracies, we, we amend in the, in the oh, intro and outro. Okay. So if there's anything oh, I said that doesn't match up, it's going out last week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. And now we've given away our secrets to all the audience. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, basically, the one of the main things about producing Welsh language comedy that affects us is that if you were doing a, an English language stand-up show, you would just tell the comedians how long they're going to be booked for. They yeah. might send you a rough outline of what kind of bits they were doing. They, they will be developing it on their own time and in their own gigs. Yeah. They can fuck off and do that. And it's great. And then you just see them on the night. When it comes to Welsh language comedy is if you don't... Uh, set up the warm-up gigs yourself. Mm. Those comedians don't really have any opportunities. To we have to cobble stuff. together a circuit, a temporary yeah, circuit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we have to run a bunch of gigs all over the place. It's, it's quite expensive, time and money-wise. I mean, there are a couple of open mic gigs now in, in Welsh. There's a few lovely ones down in Cardiff, and I think there has been one or two popping up in North, North Wales from yeah, time yeah. to time, but not as regularly. But that's the problem: is that we have to run enough gigs in a short space of time that those acts can really polish up the material yeah, in order to do the record. So, you know. You right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 do, I do like that. As soon as anything technical changes, Breeze is like, what are you doing? <laughs> I, I lightly moved a mic. You, you moved and a it mic. brought everything to a standstill. <laughs> but it occurred to me that, that that noise would probably travel through the microphone into the mixer. Oh, and it it's fine. We, we've had, we, we had Dan banging the table and saying, I'm not terrible at everything. <laughs> <laughs> it's, all, it's, it's all good. You've already have, uh, had that it's Dan's gonzo, mic It's gone so recording. Yeah. Yeah. All right, fine. Well, yeah, that's basically it. We have to let people prep their stuff. So that's why we've done about 10 to 15-ish gigs for each person at least. Tid had booked all of his own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he was great. So self-sufficient, that guy. Oh, he's yeah. great. Um, yeah, so that's why we're just a bit knackered now because we've been driving around with the gala lot and I'm we not. are just about to... Because we just, so as we are recording this, we just hit the gala uh, five days ago and then we went to Aberystwyth uh, Comedy Festival and did uh, like four, three or four shows there. Mm-hmm. And it was literally the most energising experience I've had in a long time. I felt so good. Yeah. Such a great I've had, just, we, We've just come off the best weekend of Welsh Comedy. Exactly, I feel like you've been on a bit of a roll with it. Like, is it sort of, because you've had so many gigs back to back, which isn't always a common occurrence. So. Uh, that's just because went, everything went fucking great. Oh, that's nice. So, we, you know, because we were all working up this, this tape in, and Steph was in it, and I was in it as well. So, it, it, And it went, oh God, it went great. It looks really good. It, it feels like... 
every everyone brought their A game as performers. It feels like the production team we brought in have made a much like a high grade product anyway. Just God, how they're it so looks. good. The team we got in film a bunch of things for Netflix specials and stuff like oh, they okay. do James Acaster special for oh, example. Nice. Guys called Turtle Canyon and they are so good at what they do. Production and value does make a difference, though, doesn't that it? Really. It's because yeah. it's, it's almost like because of the way people consume media now as well. You got you know not just your channels change through. You got your, your Amazon, your Netflix to put on, and your phone, your YouTube. So you got to try and get people to. Stick with something. So yeah. I think production value goes you need, a long you way need with that. that. Trust straight away that it isn't going to be three yeah. stationary cameras around the room. Uh, so we, how many cameras do we have? Are you in this little know, room? Four, five. five. I don't know. We five. Great, we had five cameras. Great cameramen. Do you have any sort of swooping down and ones women. there? Sort of, yeah. No, we didn't oh. on this one. We had on the last one. We did. There wasn't oh. enough room to swoop. But yeah, we had a, on the on Tinder special. We had an old jib that came across the audience. Yeah, tiny little theatre. This one when we did the gala in, in Dogetli, and we went to Dogetli because the people there are so brilliant. Like we've we've done other gigs there, and we've realised that there's a special energy yeah. there. Yeah. It's a really nice balance between sort of north and south. So enough. There's enough of a of a crossover into the dialect and and understanding yeah. stuff. You, it was so much fun. So oh, it was like a good to, choice because it's just central and it's, 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 it's and it's just a, a, a the community and, itself is just yeah, oh, so supportive. I feel like the, every time we go there, we make new friends in yeah. that area who are they work so hard to help make these events a success, and they've been so good to us. And I yeah, I'm incredibly grateful for that. They're great. And the smoke machine. Had a smoke machine. Like, <laughs> yeah, a smoke machine. Put a head of a dragon on it. Great, <laughs> brilliant! Yeah. Smoke machine with the head of a dragon on it, and you go. You won't see that in the like show. The dragon was blowing smoke out onto the uh, stage. It was yeah, brilliant. That, that was just for us backstage. Yeah, yeah. That was just, yeah. Just, just, just didn't even use that, probably. <laughs> but yeah, we had a lovely time. So I'm, I'm still feeling, I'm still buzzing from it. So when can obviously uh, from listening to this now, I'm sure people are. Dying. I, 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 I Make sure I tune in and watch. And when are they available on on SFC? When are they going to be? They're going to be uh, uh, Christmas. Like, they'll be the three programs we've got a Christmas programming on SFC. Because that's when the Gwyneth Athlan was on two years ago. Was it Christmas time? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Was it? Oh, yeah. I think it was. Yeah. Yeah, a couple yeah. years ago. Yeah, there was. I think what happens is SFC have fallen into sort of a rhythm now of having some comedy and fun stuff going out at Christmas every year. Yeah. So that works out nicely for us. So yeah, we've got our, all three of us going around Christmas and New Year's kind of week. But we for audience exactly recognition as well, if it's going to come out at the same time, it's it's good to build on that momentum as well, isn't yeah, it? Christmas is time. People sit down, close the door, get some snacks and stuff, and just just chill and just. Yeah. Thing, isn't it? Not so watching it's fucking time, dramas. Yeah, well, it's, it's going to be the top. Careful, <laughs> 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 at home, Steph looks extremely disgusted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate <laughs> things that make me feel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, 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 yet another program that's got a, a sort of a violent name to it. It's going to make me miserable for an yeah, hour. That's true. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Smashed up wives, part yeah. three. Yeah, part three. <laughs> <laughs> So Christmas time for... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you still trying to plug our show? Yeah. 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 What, what else are we going to watch? When is Tourist Trap? I was going to say, because we, we mentioned Tourist Trap, we didn't really... Tourist Trap's out in November. Ah, brilliant. So for anyone who's not sure, Tourist Trap is a BBC Wales sitcom in Series 2 now. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah. did one series and then we did a special for the rugby and now we've got all the series two coming out and it should be fun. I've yeah, I think I'm in it a few times. Got some silly bits. Can I, I just, it is yeah. I what are you gonna t- right? I'm okay, not gonna say anything. I'm not gonna say. I'm right. not gonna. I don't want to spoil the surprise. Right, I won't spoil the surprise. But basically, Dan managed to play a practical joke on me this year, uh, where I 
didn't realise that what he'd done is he had drafted up some ideas of things that they could do to my character uh, <laughs> just just to fuck with me, I think. He set them into the production. I mean, they pay as well, I think. But, uh, well, yeah. <laughs> but, but he set them in without telling me, and uh, the next thing I know is I've been sent some scenes. <laughs> and... I mean, all I'm going to say is the costume was particularly exciting for, for that one. So that one is episode two for anybody who does watch the series. Uh, thank you. Also, fuck you, Dan. Uh, um, yeah, it should be a good one. I'm in an episode as well. You are in an episode. I, yes. I don't know which episode. Dan. And, and, I do, and I don't dress like a twat. Not like you. You do dress like a <laughs> You can, you can try and dress me up like a twat next year. Who's in season one as well? I taped for season one, but it didn't get cut. cut. Yeah, yeah, but I'm in it this year. I don't know. Uh, I'll be back. No, I just because I was shit, mate. I was shit. <laughs> but they, no, but they brought back. It's not a bit shit. It was just well, that yeah, was, yeah. That was a nice thing and yang between your three awards, and then you know, let's bring. Oh, back remember that art mortal? <laughs> yes. One minute you're winning supporting <laughs> actor <laughs> in a desert film festival eight miles from anywhere that has a petrol yeah. pump, and so the next time you're being cut, house on the wall. Take a break. <laughs> Such a funny question. Yes, why were you cut from that extremely successful program? <laughs> was it a bollock cleavage? Yeah, that's that was the issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, um, I think we've got a, a flat battery to sort out, haven't we? Uh, in some shape. Oh yeah, yeah. So, oh yeah, we're going to push his car down away. Hello, down yeah. off a cliff. Yeah, so, um, off a cliff. We got we got two more features left. Yeah, we, features? Yeah, we, we have features at the what? end of the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, what do you want to do first? Yeah, we go for the the measure and yeah, the yeah. We, Actually, we, nervous now. Yeah, we, 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 we normally we normally ask off off Mike at the start for just common courtesy and manners, but um, I have quite a large head, and I'm confident that um, none of our <laughs> guests will have a larger circumference of the heads uh, than me. Um, and so I far, I have yeah. uh, destroyed everybody. In a spectacular Genuinely. fashion. So, uh, Stefan, you want to be I've got a massive I have, oh, yes, yeah. I, I think I've know. always just thought you were closer than that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yes, I, I'm, I'm, I'm currently sat in the garden now. Why are you so competitive about having a big head? It's what? Why are you so competitive about having a big head? I'm not, it's just like, where does other child's bully you just train said school? I've destroyed everyone of this. Yeah, but it's like one of those things You're where you get bu- like bully trained school. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was born by Cesarean, so it's all good. Yeah, they saw that head in the in the test, didn't they? They were like, well, you're coming up through the so it's nice to get measured in the head. We've got a breeze for this. You know the trip to the moon? Yeah. That famous film with No. Yeah, Lumiere Brothers, yeah. The one that's referenced in the Smashing Pumpkins video, is it? The yeah. one that's yeah, referenced yeah, yeah. in Hugo's, which yeah, yeah. Oh, that guy. Yeah. Oh, God, I should know this. I've studied... Are you trying to say, my God, Melier, like George Melier. Melier, that's <laughs> it. I'm sure it's Yeah, you can... An elaborate way of saying I've got a moon head. Yeah, you've yeah. got... Yeah, I, I think you with shaving <laughs> cream. Me shaving cream. Stick some shaving cream on your face. Yeah. You would look a bit moony. Thank you. You're very welcome. Ashley Edinburgh posted something. A bit moony? You'd look a bit moony if you wanted to. Just get his ass out. So, right, uh, go on, Steph, do my head. Is your head bigger than Drew's head? Oh, it's so got 60, a theme song then, 60, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> well, we, we need one, to be honest. No expense um, spared on this production. Oh, look at that. 57. 57. Yes! Interestingly, Steph is measuring with his dick. Yeah, because <laughs> that goes <laughs> in centimetres. <laughs> yeah, well, that's so, not true. She's quite happy with 57. Right, is I... Dan's head bigger than Drew's head? <laughs> oh, my God. What? 57? You've got the same size head. Who How is that? What, you, who've, got, who've got the same size head? S- same yeah. circumference That's of head, exactly yeah. So obviously high. Dan's is taller. You're like a foot taller. Yeah, but Dan's I'm five Dan's foot one. Volume-wise, Dan's head is much bigger. But yeah. circumference-wise, it's the same. Yeah, because what, what? do you... I'm going to lose my brain. Like a peanut. 
Dan's got a head like head. mine. It's like, a, it's like a long olive. But currently as well, you've got a bit of P um, performance enhancing hair going on. Like, so yeah, your hair's, yeah. you know, it's, I've got yeah. very short, very yeah, short hair, but yeah. it's quite thick, I think. But <laughs> you've got pretty much the same haircut. Yeah, but well, you've got but one of the most thinning, impressive. Though. You've got one of the most you. impressive brains. <laughs> you've got one of the most impressive brains alive yeah. in the world right now. This is this is yeah. gross. And this is what you're using it for, you fucking waster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Dan's got a long head. You go around it. So uh, the other part of it is uh, the I, I'm pissing about with anagrams for your names. Now uh, I'm sure you're very aware of this. <laughs> Wonderful. Excellent. Oh, the car journeys we had of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've actually changed these. Hopefully you haven't heard these before. So I'm going to start with uh, Sarah Breeze. Great. I'll go quickly through them now. Uh, so the, the the ones I've got here are um, Rehearse Abs. Perfect. Yeah. I do not have any of those. Excellent. Ash Bearer. Sounds like you've burnt someone and like probably thrown them into a funeral. Right. Uh, Cherie Basra. That's your cabaret name. <laughs> Uh, rehab. That's my Middle Eastern name, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Correspondent. When I go yeah. undercover. Yeah. This is uh, Cherie Basra from uh, Mountain Ash. Mountain Ash. <laughs> uh, rehab Erasers, because you know, you're with Total Alcoholics in Dan Thomas and Stephen Evans. Yeah. Uh, rehab Saris, that's what you're going to make us wear. And uh, Erase Basher, that means like getting rid of somebody for wanking too much. I don't know. Um, <laughs> what a got, story. Yeah. yeah. It was beautiful, that was. Yeah, yeah. It had everything. Nice. It had travel. Yeah. It, 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 it had the future. Alcoholism. Yeah, alcoholism. Yeah. And, and wanking. And sex scene, yeah. Can't wanking. Lovely. And then uh, we've, got, uh, we've got Dan Thomas. I've actually put, I had to put into Daniel Thomas. Cause yeah. yeah so that's what it says on your, yeah. on your uh, birth certificate. So, um, uh, oh my God. Adelina Moths. <laughs> oh, I quite like that. Yeah. That's my little old lady name. Yeah, this is your uh, foreign correspondent name. Ahmed Latinos. <laughs> Bloody hell, I can work anywhere. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> this, this, this is something that uh, the Breeze would probably agree with. Uh, Loathes Admin. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Hamlet Adonis. That's a, that's a, a bodybuilder made out of cigars. Uh, Letitia Demon. And my favourite one, Masthead Lion. Mast head lion. I'm sorry, I'm stuck on Letitia Demon. Letitia Demon, that's his... That's Fuck his, me, that's his yeah, stripper name. Uh, yeah, that's brilliant. Dan, that's his you, drag you, your anagrams have been the best, I think. It's been some yeah. crackers. Oh, yeah. crackers yeah, Phil Cooper's there, yeah. was heroic plop. That was quite oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Letitia Demon. Nice. I'm Letitia Demon. I to see her. Well, you, well, you, all right, I'll uh, coming the, soon to a charity gig near you, yeah, Dan Thomas as Letitia Demon. Perfect. God, is that how long we've talked yeah, for? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's flown by, isn't it? Fuck impressive. Um, this has been lovely, and as always, thank you very much for your time. Um, so, stand up, Christmas, tour strap, November. Oh. Anything else to plug? Uh, like this podcast? Dan's yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, the uh, Punk Per Minute. Hang on, wait a minute. Oh. Punk Per Minute on uh, S4C Comedy which is the Facebook portal for Welsh language comedy and stand-up we all, we're all on there yeah, and what's translation of that into English? Pu- uh, punk per mi- uh, five minute subject yeah nothing to do with short sexual intercourse punk per minute punk per minute oh, sorry I said pump punk per minute is yeah punk per minute is the porn yeah. parody of uh, our little it's, stand-up it's show the Welsh language wank race it's the exact same thing but the, the mic's up your ass. <laughs> Perfect. What what a place to leave it on. And this on that bombshell. This has been beautiful chaos. <laughs> thank you very much, Dan Aww. Thomas. <laughs> Dan Thomas, thank you very much. Sarah Breeze, thank you very much. Bye.
There we are then. That was the Tales from Wales podcast. I really enjoyed this week's guests, Sarah Breeze and Dan Thomas, or Dan Thomas and Sarah Breeze. I don't know how they like to be known as. I um, really enjoy uh, interviewing comedians because it's all just a little bit of fun and a lot of chaos. Uh, if you like a little bit of fun and uh, like a bit of comedy, myself and Drew Taylor have got a double-header comedy show going on in Fishguard in Pembrokeshire. On Saturday, December the 14th at Theatre Gwine. Doors are at 7. Show starts at 7.30. Tickets are £8. Uh, Drew Taylor is doing his uh, solo 45-minute to an hour show, The Taming of the Drew, and I'll be doing my 45 minutes to an hour show if I die right now. So uh, if you like what you hear and you are local to the area, and if not, just come down anyway. But yeah, thanks for listening and have a great day. Thank you very much. We keep the welcome in the hillside.